Hola amigos, ¿qué pasa? You're listening to the Madrid Mania podcast with Giovanni Gomez. Today is Tuesday, August 27th. What a show we have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be talking about a range of topics. I'll be going over the match, my match analysis and my reaction, player and manager ratings, my play of the day, player of the day, flop of the day, and we'll be talking also a little bit about Neymar. So let's jump right into it. As most of you know, or don't know, Real Madrid drew with Valladolid 1-1. And Real Madrid should not be drawing against Valladolid at home under any circumstances. Uh, no disrespect to Valladolid, they're, they're a good team, but uh, they're bottom feeders and they'll most likely be relegated. So we had no business drawing with them. Let's talk about the first half. We saw James Rodriguez finally started a match. Surprisingly, Zidane started James, but having said that, Modric was suspended. Maybe it wasn't that big of a surprise because who else is going to play, you know what I'm saying? We needed somebody to play in the midfield. In the first 15 minutes, I mean, we started well. We were lively. We, were having, we had a high press going on. We were suffocating Valladolid, not letting them get out of their own half. And the most notable thing for me personally was Marcelo, our left back, who as a defender should be defending, right? You would think. Well, when we had the ball, he was at least 15 or 20 yards past the halfway line. And traditionally left backs stay like at the halfway line. But, you know, it's understandable. It's Marcelo, you know. The problem, though, is that Isco and Tony Cruz, who are midfielders, had to drop back cover for him. There was one point where Marcelo went on an attack, and then Valladolid stole the ball, and they went around the counter, and Marcelo was nowhere to be found. And Isco, that's right, you heard me correctly, Isco, who used to be a central attacking midfielder, had to scramble back to save a goal. I guess my question is, I don't know if this is instructions specifically from Zidane saying, you know what, Marcelo, do your thing and play as another winger or a left midfielder and attack as much as you can to your heart's content? Or is this Marcelo just being undisciplined? I don't know. I think it's a mixture, a little bit of both, probably. Marcelo has a tendency to be a very attacking fullback. You know, he's very offensive, but defensively, his positioning has a lot left to be desired. And, you know, better teams will take advantage. It was good to see James play, I'll be honest. And the Bernabeu likes him too, because he always gives everything for the shirt and he's very respectful. He had a good game, but he missed a lot of chances and he really should have scored at least two goals. I think he had like four shots and zero were on target. So all of them were just a few feet away, whiskers away from the goal. And he kind of gave me the impression that he was trying a little too hard to impress. And the problem is that Zidane doesn't like him. So when a manager doesn't favor you, you know, you're playing every game like you have something to prove. You're trying to play past his expectations always. So there's always that pressure that he's going to have to deal with. And if he doesn't play well one game or two games, he's going to be immediately dropped to the bench. And honestly, he won't start when Madras plays. If I were Hamas, I would leave. Plain and simple. In the first half, as I was saying, we started lively, but there was kind of a lack of buildup, and our final ball was lacking. Then we got a few chances with Hamas, and he just couldn't put it away, and fans started to get a little nervous. Okay, why aren't we scoring? And now I want to talk a little bit about Carvajal. If Marcelo was bad on defense, I mean, Carvajal was god-awful. His crossing either went to the goalie, went out of bounds, or was off target. I thought he was probably the worst player and his positioning, like Marcelo's, was shocking. 
and it was leaving Ramos and Baran having to scramble. And in the second half, those holes got bigger. And we're talking about Valladolid, Real Valladolid. This is not Barcelona, Atletico Madrid. No, this is Real Valladolid, people. And we're drawing against them at home. What the hell is this? The alarm bells are ringing, but we shouldn't panic. We need to make moves in the transfer market and get players. I'm just going to put it that way. We'll talk a little bit more about that after I finish my match reaction analysis. In the second half, Baran and Ramos were kind of doing their best to scramble and, and trying to make some last-ditch defending. Sometimes it was like three-on-three three or two-on-two. Two, or at one, at one point, it was one-on-one. Varane was just by himself. I was having flashbacks from last season. Deja vu all over again. The Madrid fans are getting restless. They're kind of, you know, what's going on? This is Real Valladolid. We should be winning. How is this happening? Why am I paying so much money to watch this shit performance? And Baran and Ramos are fast, but there's only so much ground they can cover. If Marcelo and Carvajal don't pull their weight, I mean, they're screwed. We're just screwed. Their positioning and uh, awareness was just god-awful. As the minutes wore on in the second half, I kind of knew James was going to be subbed. He hadn't been playing in a while. And unfortunately, the news just broke th- this morning that he, he has a problem with his calf and he'll be out for a month. Now, this really pisses me off. God damn it. Not again. Please. No more injuries. This is the ninth muscular injury we've had in the past month. I mean, whoever's in charge of the fitness needs to find a new job because it's just not cutting the mustard people por favor i mean come on no more injuries man this is too much this is too much so james was subbed and vinicius went in vinicius jr the brazilian and we know about vinicius i mean he's fast he's really good at dribbling but he loses the ball way too much he dribbles into trouble and his decision making in the final third sucks it just sucks on the basis of his performance today Zidane's not gonna play him when everyone's fit Hazard and Bale are going to start over him every day of the week. The half wore on. It was like the 60th minute. No one had scored. The fans were getting nervous. And the problem is that when the fans get nervous, they start booing and there's, you know, whistles. And that transmits to the players, you know. They're like, we should be winning this game, but we're not. We just can't finish our chances. And when we don't finish our chances, we usually pay the price. Then Isco went off and Jovic went in. Jovic, the young Serb that we bought from Eintracht Frankfurt German club. He, on his first touch, hit the post. Well, actually, hit the junction between the bar and the post with the header. When I saw it fly off his head, I was like, this is going to be a goal. He's going to be the hero. And, you know, I don't really remember Jovic being very involved after that. And Carvajal's woes just continued. I mean, he can't cross a ball to save his life. He's just got awful right now. He used to be, ironically enough, one of the best right backs in the world. But now it's gotten to the point where it's like he's so far off that Zidane now must be considering putting Odria Sola, our replacement, in. If I'm Madrid, I'm looking in the transfer market for a replacement for Carvajal because he can't be starting when we're playing better teams. I mean, his form is awful. And it's been like that for like a year now. So definitely very worrying for Carvajal. And I, I like Carvajal. I think I, he was once a great player. But he needs to go back to that form because if not, he just can't play on this team. I think in the meantime, Zidane should seriously consider giving Alvaro Odriazola a run in the team, boost his confidence up, because Carvajal right now is just not doing it, people. Now, let's talk about the last 15 minutes of the game. Obviously, Hamas and Isco left, so that meant that Madrid kind of lost control of the game, and they were being extremely exposed 
on the counter. I mean, literally every time Valladolid got the ball and was on the counter, I mean, it was either a two-on-two or it was Ramos making a, a heel block. To stop a pass. Baran scrambling. And he's able to cover most, most mistakes, but it gets to a point where he can only do so much, you know? And eventually the dam will break. Benzema scored around the 80th minute mark. With a golazo, a turnaround shot from across from Varan, of all people, who had a great game. Karim de Dream! But unfortunately for Karim de Dream, we could not pull this game out. It was shocking defending from Ramos and Carvajal in Valladolid's equalizer. And it just highlighted our defensive issues. I mean, we just can't. Our transition defense especially on the counter, is just not there. And better teams will just rip us apart. I mean, I can't even imagine Barcelona. I mean, the same thing's going to happen when we play Barcelona. We're just going to get destroyed if we play like that. We should have won this game, obviously, but Hamas missing so many chances. Jovic hitting the post really frustrated us. And it really took the wind out of our sails because we felt like we really should have won this game. And we should because it's Valladolid, who are probably going to get relegated, to be quite honest with you. This season already is not panning out the way we want it to pan out. With injuries and performances like this, I don't see Zidane lasting the season. A lot of players are going to get blamed. Everyone's going to take stick, and it's not going to end well for anybody. The only way I see us getting out of this is if somehow we get Neymar. So I, I guess the question now becomes, how badly does our president, Florentino Perez, want him? How much is he willing to pay? Because even though he's a spoiled pesetero, pesetero is a, a Spanish word for a soccer player who only thinks about money and only plays for money, which Neymar is, unfortunately. But we need him on this team because without him, we just don't have enough weapons. Even when Hazard comes back, we need another superstar. And he can provide us those goals and assists that will mask our defensive issues, which, by the way, aren't just going to disappear out of thin air. They're going to stay there for the whole season. Zidane needs to change something in defense. He needs to play Militao, do something. Replace Carvajal and put Odirasola in. Or put in Mendy for Marcelo. Because this current defensive lineup is just not going to do it for us. We're going to lose a lot of games, drop a lot of points if we play like this. Back to Neymar. PSG are asking for a shitload of money for him. They want Vinicius Jr., in a potential Neymar deal, cash plus Vinicius. Apparently, according to us, Madrid have rejected that three times now. If I were Madrid, I mean, I would reconsider that offer because we need a player like him. If he goes to Barcelona, it's curtains. The headline for us was, Que bien vendría Neymar, which means in Spanish, how good would Neymar look on this team? And I think he would look pretty good, ladies and gentlemen, because even though he's a spoiled brat and I don't like him, we need him. That's just the reality of the situation. So the question is, how much are we going to offer PSG? The transfer window is closing on September 2nd. So Madrid and PSG have a week or so to get this deal done, which I think is highly unlikely because whenever it's a player plus cash, it's always a trickier situation. Another option could be just to wait for Mbappe, which isn't a good one, but if Neymar, who is not very popular with the Madrid fans, comes, anything could happen. I mean, he could get injured. He could have problems in the dressing room or with the coach. A lot of things could go wrong. So this is kind of a last-ditch effort to kind of change the situation, which is not looking good right now. 
And we're only we're a point ahead of Barcelona and two points behind Sevilla, the leaders. So we're okay. But long term, our defensive issues are just going to come to roost. Better teams will expose us, and we won't be challenging for anything. We're not going to win Champions League or La Liga or Copa del Rey even, who nobody cares about. Now let's talk about my player and manager ratings. Courtois, our goalkeeper, had a chance to be the hero and save Valladolid's goal. He didn't. It wasn't his fault. I'll give him a five. He was average. Didn't have to make that many saves. But when he did have to make the save in the last minute of the game, he couldn't do it. So that really cost us. But like I said, it wasn't his fault. It was our defending. Garba, I'll give him a three. He was by far, for me, the worst player in the game. If he continues to play and start in this team, we're just going to have, we're just going to concede goals. So I think Zidane should seriously consider putting, putting in Odria Sola or shopping for a new right back. Ramos, six. I mean, I thought he was pretty solid. On the goal, his positioning was not so good, but he was making a lot of last-ditch tackles in the penalty box, which always makes me nervous because Ramos has a history of giving away penalties and stupid fouls. So that was nerve-jangling. Varane, eight. I thought he was the best player. He was constantly putting out fires left and right, saved so many goals. And without him, I mean, we could have lost this game easily. Marcelo, I'll give a five. Again, his positioning was terrible. If we, wanna, if we don't want to concede goals, he needs to be better positioned. Otherwise, we're screwed. Cruz, eh, he was okay. I'll give him a six. Didn't really see anything special from him. He tried his best to put out as many fires as he could, but like I said, he was covering for Marcelo at some point in the, on the left back wing. He did his best, but like I said, there's only so much they can do if players like Marcelo and Carvajal don't pull their weight. Casemiro was okay. I mean, he, we all know he's not very good in possession. His strength is defending. Without Casemiro, I mean, we don't have a replacement, so we're screwed. Isco, six. He has a tendency to disappear in games. He was pretty involved in this game, I would say. His build-up play and his passing was spot on. He had some roulettes and some sexy magic that even Ronaldinho would be proud of. But I just didn't see enough of him. And he, didn't, he, he could have grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck, and he didn't. James was active. Surprise starter. I'll give him a six. Could have been higher, and he could have been the man of the match if he just finished his chances. I mean, he had so many good opportunities, but he just couldn't do it. And that really took the wind out of our sails, like I mentioned earlier. And it just gave Real Valladolid a chance. I mean, I'm pretty sure Valladolid have almost never gotten a point from the Bernabeu. This is one of the few times that they've come away with, the, with anything, with the result, from the Santiago Bernabeu. So this was kind of embarrassing for Real Madrid. Bale, I'll give a five. He started actually pretty well, but then, eh. He just kind of disappeared like he always does. I mean, I don't even remember any moves or anything or goal changes. I mean, he had one. There was a pass from Hamas, which he received, and he skewed his outside the foot shot wide. But after that, I mean, I don't really remember anything from him. And that really worries me. Bale should be one of the best players in the world. But because of injuries and his personality, he doesn't gel well with the squad and obviously Zidane. He's just not reaching his potential, and obviously injuries have just made that worse. But Bale should be like, hey, guys, give me the ball and get out of the way because I'm the best player here. Against Celta last week, I mentioned, you know, great game, but I said, could he continue this? He's just not consistent. And to reach the level that some people think that he can reach and the potential he showed at Tottenham, he needs to play week in and week out, but he doesn't do that. And so that's why I give him a five. Benzema, Karim Nedrim, I'll give a seven. 
He saved us with his goal. And when he scored the goal in the 80th minute, we were like, all right, you know, we might win this game, even though we suck. We really shot ourselves in the foot for no reason. It's so frustrating. We, we thought we were going to win. We were up 1-0 one, one with 10 minutes left in the game. We should be winning this game. But no, Marcelo and Carvajal were like, you know what? I don't think so. Let me just go out of position here and screw the team. And before you know it, it's 1-1 and there's only one minute left. We, we're not going to win La Liga if we defend like that. Because our defensive issues are too present. My player of the day is obviously Baran. Play of the day, Benz's goal. Beautiful goal, turnaround shot, banger. Flop of the day, Carba, Carbajal. Come on, Carvajal, get your game together. He was the worst player, and he shouldn't be starting anymore. Now let's talk about Neymar to wrap things up. PSG are going to ask at least 220 million euros for him. So that's a quarter of a billion dollars, people. They're asking for an insane amount of money for him. They paid 222 million, if I remember correctly, when they bought him from Barcelona. So they're trying to recoup as much money as they can. And it's looking increasingly likely that he's going to stay at PSG. Barcelona are going to make one more offer. And then we'll see. Hopefully Madrid swoop in at the last minute and get him. Or if not, that's fine. But we're not going to challenge for anything this season. And I guess if we do that, I mean, we just got to wait for Mbappe. I guess we're looking to the future if we don't get Neymar. Because if we don't get him, this team is not going to win anything. And you know, I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy, but the reality of the situation is we're just not good enough right now. We don't score enough goals because we don't have a player like Ronaldo to bail us out of tight situations. And it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating as a fan to watch this week in and week out because the same thing happens over and over again. We need to make some moves in the transfer market, even if it means getting that pesetero Neymar. I don't care at this point. Tito Florin, get Neymar for us, please. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all the content we have for you today. I will be doing a pre- and post-match podcast for Real Madrid's game against Villarreal on Saturday, so stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter at MadridMania107, where I'll be live-tweeting the game. Thank you for listening, and hasta la vista, baby!